Let's start this. Oh, geez. What are you watching? The fact that I'm not on my roof means I can see my other screen over here. You and there's like a yourself? picture. There's a picture of my nephew and my niece in the bathtub. Why would you put that on Facebook? Oh, that's gross. How old are they? Two, they're very young, but the problem is those kids are going to grow up. They don't even have a chance to grow up before they're already nude on the internet. That's a good point. Yeah, and those pictures are going to be there forever. I know. My poor, poor niece and That's nephew. gross. Yeah, don't post, post naked pictures of your kids. Dude, yeah, my mom's a, a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a like a horror movie from like the eighties. <laughs> My mom is a pedophile too. <laughs> Even more a pedophile. Even more. more. Stranger kids <laughs> from the neighborhood. Oh man, I actually I took work off day. I didn't even have to go in. I stayed at home so I could uh, fix my brakes. I dropped my car off to get new brakes. My car stops now. Oh it's wait, just... what was happening before? Were they squishy? I was just I, only way to stop is I would hit cars in front of me. So <laughs> I, I have to just hope, hope for cars to stop in front of me where I needed to be. Like, perfect. All right. Oh yeah, and at the exact speed where it wouldn't damage anyone's car. It was like grass. It was nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd hit the emergency brake as hard as I could until I would hit a car. It'd be nice. But now, yeah, I got a, I got <laughs> new brakes now, which is which is sweet. Uh, and uh, I celebrated the election since we last talked. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been celebrating hard, man. I've been so excited. How celebratory have you been? I'm just happy. Joe Jorgensen got so much of the vote. That's all <laughs> I- <laughs> oh, I voted for Joe. <laughs> did you vote for Joe? Jorgensen. Yeah, I didn't. I-, I voted for Biden. I did the thing. <laughs> I, just figured, I, I just figured every vote. I mean, Biden destroyed in New York, so it didn't matter. Yeah, in Massachusetts too, but it was like, let me just do the thing. So I'm on the right side of history. <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing to have on my or the my... left side of history. Ah, you're right. I was actually on not on the right side at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you got you got weed in New Jersey now, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be good. Yep, New Jersey's. What if New Jersey like crafts their own kind of weed? It's like all like angry. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> no, it'd be like Jersey Turnpike. That's what we call it. Yeah, the Turnbike Turnpike. <laughs> you you trying Jersey Turnpike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of tolls. <laughs> <laughs> Every puff costs a dollar. You're like shits. Yeah, legalizing weed is like let's let's take weed and make it cost five times more money. <laughs> Dude, yeah, those uh cartridges. Um, I would buy them for thirty. The cartridges for the weed pen I have, they're like thirty bucks. I'd buy them for, and at the weed store I have, it's a hundred. So, I still buy them illegally. I'm like, I'm not gonna give you a hundred dollars. That's insanity. <laughs> I do buy the gummies though. They sell these apple pie gummies that are like two dollars a gummy, but they're worth it. It's delicious. Two dollars a gummy. Oh, that's not bad. Five milligrams? Is that a lot? I don't know. Five isn't. I mean, if you're spending two dollars on five. That's pretty good. I feel like. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go back there again. <laughs> right. I had to check. I'm checking with all my friends, and I'm getting the deets. <laughs> like, what do you think, bro? Yeah, because that's twenty five grams for ten dollars. That's pretty good. All right. Cool. Then we're we're in. Okay. That sounds good to me. Actually, we we did go drink in the park. We uh for 
the on Saturday, and everybody was just drinking in the park in in Boston. They're like, yeah, it's drinking the park day. It's totally fine. You Spies were just sharing your drinks. We <laughs> <laughs> were sharing drinks, yelling stories like face to face. I voted. <laughs> we're singing. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Someone didn't spread any COVID. <laughs> none got spread. No, just like the, just like the riots. None, none was spread. It was very convenient. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. I, we had a vote for uh, uh, for weighted voting in Massachusetts. So instead of voting like Biden or or whoever you want to vote for, one person or the other, you rank them. And then you get a oh, weighted yeah, average of voting. voting. Uh, yeah, that's, voting. that's true. Yeah, I voted for that and then regretted it because I was like, "This was hard enough. I don't need to have to rank oh, them no, as well." That's, that's what you want, though. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I could see four years from now hating myself, being like, "Why did I do this to myself? I know no one's names, and now I got to put them in order." Well, you don't. <laughs> like you don't even have to do. You don't. You can only write. You can write one name if you want. It'd still be the same. Oh, you thing. can. Oh, then I would definitely do that a bunch. Just rank the person who has the coolest name someone had yeah, tyler it would be the name, same thing like, but right. you can elect to vote for a second and a third if you choose to you the big thing in massachusetts was was uh voting for shiva there was this guy shiva, shiva that he, he didn't get on the ballot so he put up ads all around boston when you drive into boston there's like a picture of him it's like right in shiva <laughs> what for what you um on my uh, someone, what? one of the representatives. I don't even know. I I didn't write it in. I have no idea. Why didn't you listen? <laughs> <laughs> this guy had all the right ideas. You know the right um, things. I I got twice in the last couple months. I've gotten a business card left on my car that says "Write in Shiva." <laughs> just, he went hard. He's like a doctor. I didn't even get to. it, and I wrote in Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> you just write in Shiva, anyways. You're like, like I'm a fan of Indian gods. Aren't we all just fans of Indian gods? Shiva is an Indian god. Yeah, yeah. Shiva is a third god in the Hindu triumvirate. <laughs> It'd be funny if that somehow coincidentally just showed up in front of you. Like it wasn't because <laughs> you were looking it up. Imagine if I was on my roof and you, I got that. You'd be like, do you just know that? <laughs> Are you a yeah. Hindu? <laughs> I grew up uh, like best Hindu? friends with a Hindu. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right outside his bedroom was they had a little temple in the house and you'd wake up in the morning if you slept over there'd be someone in front of the temple like shaking a bell i don't know what it was all about but it was it was indeed they put out food don't they put out like sacrifice i think it was milk milk and a virgin every morning oh shit (laughs) two nemesis (laughs) (laughs) now there's always milk involved i know that um i mean everything involves milk really when you get down to it. When you break it down really <laughs> think, think calcium. Where does calcium come from? It's milk. Everything's milk. I watched, uh, speaking of virgins, I watched Apocalypto today for the first time. Yeah, how was that? It was great. They Didn't they kill virgins? Or was that the Mayans? Were they the Mayans? Yeah, Apocalypto was the, the Mayans, right? I don't know. I think so. In the end of the day, the whole movie Maybe was just racist. magically have that come in front of me. <laughs> yeah it was the minds it was fine i knew mel gibson directed it and i was like this is pretty cool like seeing someone else's culture mel really cares and then the end of the movie like the spanish show up 
and they're like super civilized and this whole movie seems uncivilized people killing each other and then white people just show up with boats and you're like oh you just shitting on the fucking indians you're a piece of, piece of garbage man yeah they were mine <laughs> well maybe mel gibson was just like he was trying to show that all people are savages and then he would have shown what happened after the Spanish got there. Oh, he just stopped before they started murdering people. That was the whole movie was like one tribe of Mayans trying to kill another tribe of Mayans, and they were going to cut their heads off, and then they were trying to kill them and torture them, and they were fighting in the woods for two hours, and then the movie ends with them getting to the water, and they see ships coming of white people, and like that's the end of the movie. And you're like, did the white people come to save them? I don't know what the what's the message of this. It's huh. it's, it's odd. Because the whole movie, maybe it is for racist reasons. Maybe Mel Gibson want to be like these people don't deserve to live. Like he shows you two hours of how they're always fighting and shit. He's like, this is what we had to deal with. (laughs) Yeah, do you want these people to still be alive? (laughs) Columbus is a hero. Look at this shit. This is insanity. (laughs) This is like the Hunger Games. (laughs) Never, they'd still be fighting right now if we weren't here. You understand? Yeah, we just you could have been born to the one of them and you'd just be fighting <laughs> immediately. <laughs> That's the message of this movie. <laughs> Look at these motherfuckers. Look at this. This is insanity. They're shooting arrows at each other. They don't even have boats. This is stupid. You know, some like for I remember for a while I never thought movies really had like initiatives behind them. I just thought, oh, they're just silly little stories. But now I'm starting to see some movies do have initiatives behind them. <laughs> Did you ever see the documentary on The Shining? Room four, two, whatever, eight, three. Yeah, it was. Uh, I couldn't watch the whole documentary. I didn't believe it. Everything they were like, the way the soup can was set up. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> this is stupid. Like, no, he put the soup can there to show a Native American's face. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't need to watch that shit. I can barely watch The Shining. You know. God. <laughs> like you know what the the river of blood means like no but it's terrifying and i don't care if it's symbolism you know it signifies the ancient river people of, it's a combination of the nile and a period like what i don't know what that i don't care i don't well, care when he was to... in denial that he was periodically <laughs> writing yeah. things it's it's a message telling you you need to write in shiva <laughs> <laughs> That's, right the Shiva was. That's what the Shining and the Shining documentary were. That's what it was. It was done by Shiva. <laughs> Dr. Shiva, man. <laughs> That's why uh, on the typewriter it says, was it all work and no play? It, it, what's the line? All work and no play make Jack. What is it? Yeah, well, if you look 57 times in, it says vote in Shiva, and then it goes back to the original. <laughs> Just all the way through, it's the same that it says Red and Shiva, and you're like, what? And then the movie was written by Shiva. <laughs> it was. It was written by Shiva, starring Shiva. <laughs> Jack Nicholson is Dr. Shiva. That's the twist. So <laughs> done. Is Dr. Shiva. Jack Nicholson's like, I bet I can win office in Massachusetts. Like, yeah, that's just because you're Jack Nicholson. He's like, fine, I'll change my name to Dr. Shiva. I was like, <laughs> I bet I'll still get it. That's how good I am. People be like, Why the f- who is this Dr. <laughs> Shiva of the houseplant party? <laughs> and why does he keep giving out Lakers jerseys? What is this? I don't get it. 
I'm voting for him. <laughs> I'm writing him in. I like his ideas on the economy. <laughs> well, you know, it is a good thing Shiva is so easy to write, you know, because like, it was like a hard last name. <laughs> At least it's just Shiva. She was very basic. Said a uh, McCasterly. Write in Dennis McCasterly. Oh, like a hard name? <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny skit. Like, yeah, that's what you're saying. And you're like a president with a hard name. Yeah, just remember to write... Genogamy reduce glow under in the some Russian name with all consonants. <laughs> Actually, XXX Tentacion would make a great president. Vote for me. <laughs> I, I like Mike Rissom Laflik and Laflak of Oregon. I'm John. De- <laughs> what? In order to write uh, my name in, you have to throw up onto the ballot. <laughs> uh, I, uh, actually, when Apocalypto ended, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I started <laughs> watching started watching in reverse and jerking off. <laughs> it's crazy. In reverse, the white people leave and the <laughs> savages... Oh, and then the savages gradually get more uh, civilized. Less savage. <laughs> they get more, <laughs> more civilized. <laughs> They build families. It's beautiful. Yeah. And they rise from the grave. Like they're, and like, they're like ripping swords out of babies' heads until they're children again. It's, it was an interesting movie to go like, ah, oh, this is what things were like back then. That's so crazy. And I was really enjoying it until the end when I was like, this feels weird now. <laughs> it feels kind of odd. It feels like a message. Yeah, it could have ended on, ominously. Now you have this thing. You could have, and at least given like a close up of the boat and seeing them all like being dirty Spanish people or something. <laughs> Just being like, oh, we're we're gross too. We're kind of uncivilized. Like now they came holding crosses. <laughs> Some of those that bear crosses uh, are raging against the machine fans. No, were you? No. Um, <laughs> were you about to say something else? Uh, so yeah, it's, I, when I, that movie ended, I, I didn't know what to do. So I was trying to see what was on the television during the day when people yeah. work. Uh, and there's just a, there's like a nonstop thing of mobster documentaries, which I guess people that don't work sit, would sit down and watch all day. And I was realizing that's like the most stressful job is being a mobster. <laughs> It never ends good. Oh, yeah. You're like, today I'm getting made. And then they kill you. <laughs> There's never a mobster documentary that ends with like, and now he lives in, in Santa Fe or something. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're all in your anxiety all the time. <laughs> yeah, he died at the ravioli shop. That's what it's always something like that. Well, I mean, the end of Goodfellas, he's in witness protection. So now he does kind of just live in a stupid town. But oh, that's really? Just because oh. he's afraid of getting, oh, am I spoiling it for you? I've seen Goodfellas. I'm just, I forget everything. Oh. But it's just because he's afraid of getting murdered by the mafia, so he has to be in witness protection. When I turned it on, it was just Joey Gallo, and it was like the end of his life, pretty much. And it was just going over 20 minutes of how he slowly was just being attacked from all angles, went to jail, and then got murdered. And you're like, it was like this seems awful. Like it's like the worst. That job reminds ever. me of how the uh, the the Indians used to live. <laughs> they were very stressful lives too. 
Not like the nice white man. The thing is, when Joe, Joe Gallo got shot at the at the spaghetti store, a, a bo- three boats showed up of white men. Yeah, that's, the, that's the end of the movie. Oh no, the white man's there. The white man. Oh, that's how every movie ends. Three white men show up and go. These people are crazy. We are very normal. We're from Europe. We the Queen sent us here. Oh, actually, I was thinking the only other really stressful job besides president or crab fisherman is uh <laughs> is being a cult leader i was like oh, yeah. i just try to keep that up i just finished watching the next scene documentary too like the the sex cult uh, and yeah. you're like how could you keep that up for like 20 years like keeping That's up a while. sex cult you gotta keep telling guys that he can fuck their that you can fuck their wives he doesn't even fuck wives man he like gets what? young girls he gets young girls in and then he turns them into slaves and then he just tells them they can't eat food anymore. And then they get super skinny and he just keeps banging them. And what then he brands the them. Of getting a sex cult if you can't fuck wives. Oh, because he, <laughs> he doesn't bring any men in. He's just the men never get anywhere in the cult. Though. He's like, yeah, you'll, you don't need to hang out oh, with me. I'm going to hang out with these chicks. Okay, okay. He just keeps hanging out with chicks all day. Is this an R. Kelly documentary? <laughs> Yeah, dude. They actually, they uh, all the women in the higher level, they brand them. Brand they, them, they brand them right next to their uh, their vagina region. That's wild. It is wild, and uh, he's in jail now forever. But I hate to spoil that. But <laughs> what are these ladies up to? They're making documentaries about it. Cause what do you do after? I wonder if they still got the tattoo and the branding. I guess you can't get rid of it. Uh, they actually showed that one of the girls got like a tattoo over it to try to cover it, and that's like, the best they could do because the skin can't go back. It's like you've had fire on your skin; you have a burn mark in a pattern. It's just over. But I mean, that's all these women do now. They pretty much do documentaries and talks about it because it's not much. It's kind of it kind of is your life after you've been in a sex cult for ten years. You don't think you can just start like I don't know managing a store? <laughs> like all right, well I, I'm gonna try to climb the ladder at Starbucks. I could be a regional manager now. Guys, can I skip the entry phases? I was in a sex cult for twenty years. <laughs> I would be at the top by now. Uh, yeah, I promise. Or at least somewhere in the middle. Just throw me anywhere. Can I at least can I get sous chef at this in this kitchen? I don't want to be cutting onions all day. I would have been doing it, but I was having sex with a weird guy. He branded me. See this? <laughs> By the end of the evening, like, right, I see the brand. All right, just whatever. Just sure. You can choose the appetizers. Yeah, just don't get any more sex cults. <laughs> Actually, one of the ladies was having an issue because she got a job as like a manager of a cafe, but reporters kept showing up being like hey can we talk to you about the sex cult thing and she's like i'm just trying to manage this cafe <laughs> and the cafe yeah. owner's like can you have people stop coming here <laughs> talking to you about the sex cult thing and, they, and then he's like all right everyone get down i'm the manager of a sex cult too <laughs> why is every job i enter a sex cult yeah. it must be cool for like a little bit as a cult leader when you get to the top and you're like Doesn't you have cult- like 45 45- what don't cult leaders like put themselves at the top yeah yeah but it must be cool when you're like 45 sex slaves which is it's fucked up the whole process of but you have 45 sex slaves looking around like dude this is crazy i i did it i made the cult 
I mean, I'm going to go to jail forever at some point. It's going to fall apart. But for today, this is pretty cool. Like, why is this illegal? <laughs> okay, what's wrong with this? <laughs> yeah, so what? I'm holding blackmail over this, everyone's head. That's not a big deal. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. You call, defund the police, I say. <laughs> well, what if like that was your uh, your way out? Like they're like, taking you down as a cult leader, and they're they're like getting you for extortion and black, and then all of a sudden you're like, but BLM, and they're like, oh shit, he wants to defund the police. Can we arrest this guy? I don't know. No, he's a liberal leader now. You can't arrest me. <laughs> Biden's gonna put all my bitches around, <laughs> dude. These girls would have to—they'd uh, have to text their leader, their next level up, their their master, and ask them like if they could eat calories of food. They'd be like, "Can I eat a cup of yogurt?" And they'd have to text back, be like, "Like, no, you can have half a cup." <laughs> it was just <laughs> crazy. You know, I think there's just a lot of adults that still want to be children. I just want to be disciplined. Dude, what's, uh, Disappoint I, me. I would not. I would not make it in that cult. Yeah, you'd be eating all kinds of yogurt. I'd show up, be like, gain ten pounds, be like, I don't think you actually ate half a cup. Like, I ate half a cup. I don't think you actually bought enough. So get out of my hair. <laughs> you said you had two cookies, but it doesn't look like you ate two cookies. <laughs> Looks like you Drop want more it. cookies, spilled them on the ground, and then passed out over there. <laughs> I want to see your receipts. <laughs> you fucking get more cookies right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what kind of cult well, ever are you? <laughs> Although, like, I'm leaving this cult, and the guy like, that's fine. I don't want to fuck you. Why do you keep coming here? Why do you keep texting me about your cookies? Then, since you don't want me anymore. <laughs> I guess I'll just send you nude pictures and give you blackmail over my head. Oh, man. They got to the point they have to send, like, uh, monthly blackmail to him. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd reveal the other blackmail to the world. They'd, like, make stuff up. They'd have Wait, to what like, is this? Uh, Who is this again? This It's called Nexium. Wow. It's, uh, <laughs> but that was how they would get in. They'd be like, you want to join this really cool part of the cult, the inner circle? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, you got to like give us some leverage. You got to like send us something like naked photos of yourself or something. And then once they did that, they'd be like, all right, next month you got to send us, you got to give us something else. Otherwise we'll show the naked photos. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll like, I'll record a video saying that my dad's a child molester. Like, all right, do that. Cool. Send that to me. <laughs> and they just keep like, sending even fake things that they did, that wasn't even true just to be like, just please don't tell everybody everything else I told you. <laughs> yeah. But also come over here and blow me. <laughs> That's such an interesting blackmail. Reputation blackmail. It's crazy. I mean, it works. It did. Um, I mean, if you like some people like movie stars that were in this, if like people from like, like one girl from that got arrested. She's might go to jail for forty years. She was in the show Smallville. We all know how big Smallville was. Whew. It was. She called it Bigville. <laughs> That's how big it was. It was huge. <laughs> it was a very popular ville. It was. Very- now wait, what would you get out of it as the actor? Um. Well, they would just like make sure that you felt special, like Tom Cruise right now. How they're like you're like get put to a high level of the cult you're like you're awesome tom cruise is the best everybody we love tom and then tom's like yeah i am the best they blackmail you and then to make and then you get made felt special 
Well, yeah, you don't know about the they don't <laughs> on day one. They're not like, hey, welcome to the blackmail club. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, welcome to this like bettering thing we're doing. This philosophy of like bettering your life. And as you get into it, they're like, you get, it becomes a part of your whole life, and then. You want to get into the inner circle. Like to get in the inner circle, you got to give us leverage so we can teach you this other thing. Then once you give the leverage, you're kind of in. Like it's like oh fuck, and it's like now you got to master. You're a slave, and like you have to like your your master can text you at any time during the day. You have to answer within five minutes, and if you don't, you can be punished by having to take cold showers and stuff like that. It's very weird, but effective. <laughs> you know, everybody just wants a path for them in life. I know it's a self-help thing. Yeah, they just want it written for them. And you know what? I would like it too. <laughs> Which is why I'm coming out as a... Uh... <laughs> I'm a member of Scientology. I could see if I got really bored with life joining Scientology, like knowing it's a cult. <laughs> just being like, screw it. Fuck who it. cares? I'll go sign a billion year thing. I'll give you whatever you... Oh, who cares? <laughs> What's so you're, special? You're with, yeah, you're just you're like a dartboard consumer. You just throw it wherever, and that's where you're going. Yeah, I'm sure. I could see it as an experience, but I'd have to like, like I'd have to have like uh, someone in stand-up comedy tell me like you're blacklisted. You're never doing. You can't even do open mics anymore. I'd be like, all right, well that avenue of my life's gone. Then maybe my my girlfriend breaks up with me, and my my whole family dies, and I'm like, I go to Scientology. That's something to do. <laughs> sure. I got nothing else to do with the rest of my life. Why not? <laughs> I got funny. a billion years. <laughs> I mean, what what do you what do you what what right now is saving your soul? What religion? Uh, I'm I'm agnostic. Oh. I'm a pussy. I'm one of those people who's like, I'm not saying there's not anything, <laughs> but I'm not saying there is. <laughs> So I can get up to heaven and be like, I didn't say you weren't there, dude. Damn, dude, you're uh, you're fearing the the Christian God. You're a I, fearing man. I am. I, it's all that was built into me as a child, man. That's built in every like Christian kid. Even if they say they don't believe in God, like, but maybe. Although I did watch Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist tells you that God's not real. Great. I was just talking about Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist is good. That was the best 9/11 documentary there was. It was. It was. I was trying to get trying to get Caitlin to watch it. I was like, it's really good. There's, there's three parts. One you're gonna hate, <laughs> just the nine eleven part. But the, fed, the religion part was cool. And the federal, the uh, the Fed, whatever, the banking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nine eleven part. And then they snuck in nine eleven. <laughs> Yeah, nine eleven was the selling point. That's what got everyone to watch it. They were like, "Ooh, it's not real!" Like, or, or put it behind these joke. other two things. Yeah, and the other two things are interesting. You're like, "Oh, I don't know about these things." All right, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that but, was great. Uh, I should rewatch Zeitgeist. <laughs> did you ever watch? There was like a second and a third one too, I think. And one of the ones is how. Uh, there was one that's talking about how we as humans don't need to work. Like, it's just, it's an outdated thing that's not real. Like, we're, corporations make us work, and that actually we could just live off of the supplies of the world. It was, like, this weird, like, like working every day, nine to five. Like some environmentalist propaganda. Yeah. Well, that's what what Caitlin was saying. She was, like, saying that, uh, 
she was saying, like, we don't need to work. It's ridiculous. I was like, that's Zeitgeist. We should watch Zeitgeist. It says 9-11 is an inside job. <laughs> She's like, I don't like that at all. It's like, oh, well, the other part you'd love. Uh, I think, uh, oh, okay. Now, I could probably buy that we don't need to work. I feel like a lot of jobs are unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. That, like, you you just work because that you're, you're kind of thought you're supposed to. But why would we mass produce anything then? I know that's the the thing. Well, saying like we could all live on a basic income of like a low amount and be fine and like have all our basic needs taken care of food, uh, shelter, all that. And then if you wanted to make more money, you could go work. If you wanted to like get something cool, <laughs> you'd be like, I really want to have a nice apartment. Like, well, go to work, motherfucker. Otherwise, be like, no, you're just going to live in the government house and. That's just what it is. The government takes care of you for house, food, shell, like all that basic stuff, healthcare. But we are in a capitalist society. So we believe we should work, which now, I believe. Do you think enough people would work? I guess that's always the question. Well, that's like, the thing. If you, if you didn't have to work, would enough people work to sustain a society? Well, if the incentive is like, if you like, if you work a nine to five job, I don't know, you get like, like a bigger a bigger dick or something like that like, <laughs> like so i know right <laughs> what what did you say a How, bigger dick does it come and go as i work and don't <laughs> <laughs> can i borrow a friend's dick you just get that, that phone call from the government. They're like, you haven't worked in three months. We have to come take it back. <laughs> like, no, please. Not my dick. I'll work today. What is the jobs that are left? Well, there's a guy that takes in ass all day. <laughs> is that it? I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Why is that a job? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you could be a farmer. I'll take the first one. Just give me the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could be a... Guy sits in AC all day and just arranges paper. Nope, I'm the guy that takes in the ass all day. <laughs> the guy that just answers phones all day, but it rings like once or twice a day. It's like really not even a job. I'll take it in the ass. I already that. told you I'm taking the ass. <laughs> told you. you actually don't even really have to work and you can just stay at home. I'm taking it in the ass. We'll make your dick bigger if you don't. Just give it to me. I want <laughs> Just put it in my ass and we'll call it even. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it. All right, we're taking back your dick and we're going to put it in your ass. We're taking your dick off. Uh, but yeah, we don't have to work. It's not real. Nothing's real, man. You just I think, think it's, it's real. This uh, Zeitgeist thing about how trains are way <laughs> so specific, but they're how like trains <laughs> are like already been developed good enough that like they don't need coal they could they have like be on super speed tracks and like there would be no um never no need to ever fix them and they would go like 10 times as fast and i was watching it like why is this a part of zeitgeist like, <laughs> like the coal industry wants this to keep old like trains a, a globalist agenda <laughs> It's not like they ran out of shit. They're like, oh, and the trains hash don't well, even need coal. It's definitely <laughs> end all. Like, who takes the train? Who's on the train? Well, they want to go back to the train. They can connect all the countries using trains. Yeah. And then we're That's, all yeah. part of one world order. <laughs> it's a big picture. 
Although, although I mean, it is weird that the group, the world leaders, all do meet up once a year. That's a, that's pretty odd. I don't like that. Do they all meet up, or are some not invited? Uh, they go the Bilderberg group. They always meet up. Like Obama's there, and the Queen, and Shiva shows up. <laughs> what about Donald Trump? Does he show up? No, because he's QAnon. He's different. He's he oh, he's the one trying to stop them. To show up, right? He's trying to drain the swamp. Oh yeah, he doesn't hang. Uh, What's it called? The Bilderberg. Yeah, Bilderberg. What is Bilderberg? Grove? What is it called? Oh, um, something Grove. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, ah, damn. What is it? Bohemian. I, actually, this Grove. is my work computer. I shouldn't write that. <laughs> uh, what is it called? Uh, I, I can find it. Bilderberg. Grove. <laughs> These people love listening to this. Yeah, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. God damn it. And that's real. <laughs> Alex Jones went there and took video. And you can see it. They're like burning like a, a giant idol. Like a... a American like idol? A Kelly Clarkson? And they're bur- Kelly Clarkson there. They're, they're burning uh, Ruben Stuttered. <laughs> I mean, he's sorry for 2004, so... I don't know if there's any reason to burn him, really. What if his yeah. name was Bo Burn Him? Bo Burn Him? Him. <laughs> what, if it was go- what if his name was Go Burn Him? <laughs> I, uh, I, do, I do enjoy believing that, uh, that there's a one, a one world order. Are you looking out for cops? <laughs> no, I heard like a beeping. Uh, oh. I think it was a car be- uh, backed up outside. So it was like a one world order. <laughs> I know it's not real. Like they're not like all like working together, like sitting in like a hotel lobby, like talking How many about mushrooms. Have you been doing? <laughs> Dude, a lot. And now you've seen the Matrix. I'm down with mushrooms for a while, man. That was bad. <laughs> Why is it so bad? I got too much. I, I, I don't even know what I, what, what I was saying. I was like looking at Caitlin and she's like, what's up? I'm like, it's just too much right now. It's too much. I, can't, like, I couldn't even like, like get over like how much it was hitting me. It was like hard. It was like, ugh. I thought I was going to have a, a mental break, man. Shit, dude. Did it feel like uh, when you're falling on a roller coaster, it's just like, you know what I mean? It was, I know exactly what you mean. It wasn't cognitive. It was like my brain was going in cycles like of, of thought processes over and over. And I'd just be like thinking about something <laughs> too much. And, like, sex and that's what made me. <laughs> <laughs> but sex is fun. That's how you make people. If you make people, that means I was made from that. My dad must have had sex with my mom. Oh, my oh, God. I can't. That. My sister it's too came much. out of that puzzle too. <laughs> it's too much. I just kept going through these cycles. I'm like, all right, you know what? Just relax. Stop thinking about these things. And then a half hour would pass. And I'd be like, I've like been thinking for a half hour straight and not, no, and just like in complete insanity. And like, a half hour passed? Hi, this is too, I gotta go to bed. This is too much. I can't do this anymore. I just want to stop thinking. It was rough, man. So I'm going to try acid very soon though. <laughs> I did have that thought when I was like, when I was on mushrooms, where I was like, maybe acid isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I can't handle this. Yeah. 
I still got more here in the apartment, but mushrooms, acid. No, I got no. I have no acid. <laughs> it's okay that I have mushrooms because I live in Oregon. Oh uh, yeah, you can also have acid too. Oh yeah, they did. You're right. It was both. Yeah. You can have anything. Acid. acid feels like a. It's gonna be a while. It feels like it's just gonna. Yeah, it feels like it's gonna be too long, and I just feel like I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> I feel like I, it's like I've never been in the mood for something for 12 hours. I just don't know if I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'll get in the mood for something in a couple hours. Yeah, and I'm even like, like uh, weed, I like to do it. I like to dip up and down. I don't need to be high 12 hours straight. Yeah. Like, dude, what we did, uh, I said mushrooms too late at night. It was like 10 o'clock when we took them. So it was like 6 a.m. before I could go to sleep. And it was like 4 or 5 in the morning. And it's just like, I, my body was like, dude, why would you do it at 10 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> you an idiot. It's like we're in our 30s. You don't stay up this late. Stop it. This is what happens when you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have work in the morning. This isn't <laughs> it's, like, it's a Tuesday. What are you doing? And they're like, I don't know. I'm just trying to feel something. <laughs> trying to feel cool. I'm trying to feel different. Yeah, what- definitely during this lockdown, drug use, alcohol use, violence, domestic abuse Suicide has all gone up. I was listening to domestic abuse last night, man. My my homeless people. <laughs> but they never really got locked down, really. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They have not been locked down at all. <laughs> In fact, we looked on the East Boston Facebook boards, and apparently they're, like, famous in East Boston. Everyone knows them. <laughs> but l- last night, I, last night, 2, 3 in the morning, I mean, it was the clearest I've ever heard them. And now I, I'm knowing more about their story. It's Amanda and Michael, and uh, uh, Michael and Amanda were very good together until Michael got addicted to heroin, and now <laughs> Michael doesn't care about Amanda as much as he should, and last night, he was hitting her, I could tell, because she was going, stop hitting me, <laughs> and he was yelling, I'm not hitting you, it's like, he's hitting me, and uh, last weekend, they stole one of my trash barrels, so... They're, they've been very inconvenient for me. <laughs> they were going through my trash Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon. I was missing a trash barrel. It's like, what did you need that for? <laughs> That's wild. I had to message That's my also landlord. also funny that like no one will help her. Like if she was being hit, everyone would just be like, yeah, yeah whatever. My neighbor, my neighbor downstairs from me uh, has called the cops multiple times. Like, he can't do anything. They just show up. And they're like, hey, stop it. <laughs> and they're like, all right. <laughs> and then the next night, they're back out there like, fuck you. You love the needle. That's all you do. You and the fucking needle. Like, what? It's like they're What's in happening? constant. Uh, they're just constantly reliving that moment of like him yeah. addicted and her hating it. <laughs> That's how my brain was on mushrooms. It was the exact same way where I kept reliving the same thing over and over. That's them. I think they're on mushrooms. Damn. They, they probably can't afford mushrooms. That's, That's pretty fucked up. Dude, it's sad because you don't want to you don't even want to call the cops because the cops the best thing they can do is arrest them. And it's like that, we don't want to arrest them. We just want them to stop yelling at each other. We, just, like, we don't want you to go to jail. We just want you to stop stealing our trash barrels. It's so basic. <laughs> 
why do you need what is in our trash barrels that you need to take it with you? <laughs> it's like they didn't want to go through them in our alleyway, so they took them to their lair. I don't know where their lair is, but <laughs> they were living two lair. doors down on a stoop, but people moved in there, so now they can't stay on the stoop anymore. But they find time to come by and visit still. So that's such a wild. Uh... Those are like the town people, the people that you don't know what to do with. Yeah, not, I know they're you, not doing enough crime. And I know you don't normally get like a lot of homeless people in New York, so you don't know much <laughs> about it. But I've never seen a homeless person. I don't know. We live in a perfect society, and where no one becomes homeless. We got so few that we know who they are. We know them by name. I mean, I think you learn a lot about homeless people. People start to become things. They start to become little celebrities. I would never know them if they didn't yell. I wouldn't even know. I would never known they were on that stoop. I wouldn't even, I would have no idea of their existence. But they yell loud enough that across my apartment through a closed window, I can hear their full conversation from three floors up. (laughs) Just yelling at each other. And it's, I just don't get it. It's the same, it's the same argument every night. And they, you know what they need? They need a marriage counselor or something. <laughs> and a drug counselor, too. <laughs> Maybe we can find one that does both. That'd be nice. Well, marriage and drug counseling? That sounds so sad. <laughs> if that story's true. I think, they, I think they're enjoying it. I mean, it's such a sad story. He gets addicted to drugs. And then she still loves him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's not doing any drugs. I'm sure she's there stone sober. He's shooting heroin. Just yeah, like, she's just like, why do you do this? I'm trying to get my GED. <laughs> my gouge yeah. enticing dick. Listen, I'm going to lose my job at Starbucks if we don't go to bed on this stoop soon. <laughs> when you're doing heroin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, obviously, she's doing heroin as well. And apparently... <laughs> This ain't no heroin. (laughs) And that'd be a weird dynamic for a couple if one did heroin and the other one didn't. (laughs) That would be kind of odd. It's like if if your spouse is doing heroin, hop in. (laughs) Get involved. Do a little yourself. Yeah, I mean, what if they get addicted to pain pills, though? Those are fine. Oh yeah, only one that can be doing pills. They don't need a. Group. It's just uh, there's different drugs, and I determine which ones are the ones <laughs> that you have to. <laughs> if you need to know, you're an expert. If your if your spouse is doing crack, come to me. I'll tell you if you should do it too. Should you? Yes, you should absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing cocaine. He's having fun. Don't bother him. He's doing crack. You might as well hop on that ship or get the fuck out. Remember that show? You ever see that show? <laughs> like weekly review or whatever? Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about the review show and he reviews things. Yeah. And then he had a cocaine episode. <laughs> I did not see the episode, but I know the show. That show was pretty funny. That was. It was a good concept. Uh, there are a few of those like underrated Comedy Central shows, like uh, Nathan for You and stuff like Nathan that. Nathan for You, I was watching it last night. It's like the funniest shit. It's unbelievable how good it is. 
Oh did you see, did you see the 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 meme, the Four Seasons meme with him? No. Well, you know the Four Seasons fiasco uh, with Trump at all. Wait, what? Have you not heard this? No. So, the, when they wanted to give a press conference to say that the votes in Pennsylvania are illegal, they did it at the Four Seasons Hotel, but they booked the wrong place, and they actually booked Four Seasons Landscaping Company. Oh, so. Shit. So Rudy Giuliani is just in front of Four Seasons Landscaping Company in a parking lot yelling <laughs> instead of a hotel. And so someone made a meme out of that, which is already hilarious in and of itself, that uh, that it was um, uh, Nathan Fielder uh, had, like, we're going to make your, your company uh, famous by changing your name to Four Seasons and maple- making people thinking it's a hotel. <laughs> it's like, we're going to get a press conference here. So the idea is that it is a meme that I did not explain well. I apologize. No, no, that's hilarious. He said that was like the one he did where he like he showed like that pig saving that dog, and then like it was just they like it was scripted. They made it happen for, to advertise the zoo. I don't. I didn't see that, that one. one. I've seen so a lot of them. When I used to date this girl that was like vegetarian vegan, she's like, "Look at dog save pigs." And then it was revealed as like, no, this was they they had people underwater moving the animals and shit. This doesn't happen. <laughs> and I was like, look at you, <laughs> animals hate each other. <laughs> you fucking needy. Nathan Fiedler ideas are like so silly that you're like, it doesn't even seem funny, but then you see it in action and see how seriously he takes it. It like makes the show like this is unbelievable how funny this is. It's the taxi company where they wanted to give give birth in the backseat of the taxis, that was gonna be the selling point. It's a good place to have a baby. <laughs> so set up a taxi cab with a <laughs> for giving birth. Uh, it's just a great show. Uh, I would love to see one, him do like what? Well, did you see the one where he was uh, he was doing Pink's hot dogs and he's like he let people cut in line if they had like a doctor's appointment or like we're going to a funeral or something. Yes, yes, yes. The guy said he had a doctor's appointment. He didn't. And then he, they punished him by taking him on this boat. And he's like, just take a take one of these regular pieces of gum. <laughs> this is your punishment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it's going to shock me. <laughs> what a great show. I would love to see him do stand-up. I mean, that must be where he came from, right? He had to be doing stand-up or something. I don't know. Somewhere. He was doing like Canadian sketch show. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's goddamn hilarious. I mean, it's not as funny as you, but it is what it is. Thanks. Not many people get to that level. Okay, to this level. I was talking to Ray Bryant. I was talking to Ray Bryant last night saying I was too deep into comedy now that the only thing that was funny to me now was just Matt Miller. (laughs) (laughs) It's all that's left. (laughs) You're too deep. (laughs) I've written like... Two jokes in during this lockdown. That Zeitgeist Five. This Matt Miller is actually the funniest person that ever lived. <laughs> and nine eleven was a double government conspiracy. Nine eleven was was an inside job from Osama bin Laden. I had a joke that nine eleven didn't happen. That was always a fun punchline. Nine eleven denier. It was just well, some line. It was like eight joke. World Trade Center buildings. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun line to hit because obviously it's so ridiculous to say. Uh, 
but the only time it didn't work is I did, I did it at a um, what's it a VFW, and that was awkward. Or like, <laughs> so nine eleven didn't happen, and everyone in that VFW is like, they're all hero people. <laughs> Like, you gonna say heroes didn't die that day? <laughs> no, no I'm saying <laughs> fake heroes died that day. I'm saying Vietnam was a waste of time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, folks. See you later. <laughs> Actually, today's Veterans Day. Today's Veterans Day? Uh, I think so. What am I doing? Day day veterans- it's one of those days. It's yeah, like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's Veterans Day, man. That's why Trump talked today. He actually came out of a, out of hiding. He's like, <laughs> I can't really do a Donald Trump. I was just gonna do a weird voice. I know you were. So I was like, like I looked up I'm like, what Donald are you about to do? Trump. <laughs> I love the military. I love sucking guys off. Pennsylvania's <laughs> not it? real. <laughs> Coronavirus is fake. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to take before we just announce Trump won? I think in the next couple of days, Trump daddy's got it. <laughs> I just say, I was wondering, that was a, a general fear of most people. Like, what if he just says he won and won't leave? And now it's, it's like actually happen. It's, it's starting to like that scenario is occurring and it's like not as scary as people thought it was going to be with like the news. They're just like, he's, he's going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Where everyone's just like, yeah, I know he's saying that, but he's not going to. He can't. So why are you worried about it? <laughs> We're going to take him out of the office. It doesn't make a difference. He needs to leave the office. Actually, my favorite thing about the election was watching uh, news coverage after Biden took the lead. Everything Trump would say on the news, they'd be like, Trump just said that they found voter fraud in Michigan and Wisconsin. It's not true. But he did say it. <laughs> They'd have to like say everything he said and be like, we do have to tell you, none of this is accurate, but this is the news. <laughs> You're like, Trump has said they're going to do a recount in Pennsylvania. At this point, uh, that's not true at all, but he did say it. <laughs> this whole Twitter was just like, it was all held up by like, uh, by like all kinds of like warnings and stuff. Everything he would tweet and be like, this isn't true. Like you can read it, but it's not true. <laughs> Anything that's going on here. It's so crazy you can just do that. Do you think there's a time in history where we thought everything the president said was true? <laughs> I mean, I did until Trump. <laughs> you told me Obama lied to me? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling you, he o lied. Uh... <laughs> he o lied? What? Yo, I did. I uh, I actually watched that Snowden movie yesterday, and oh, it was crazy. Snow Daddy, just, yeah, Snow Daddy. It was crazy to see <laughs> all the things that Snow Daddy was putting out there. <laughs> <laughs> Snow Daddy sounds like a kids movie. Snow, Snow Daddy, Daddy Four. Uh, it turns out you've got two to- Snow Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's coming to town. Snow Daddy Two. I'm also your snow daddy. <laughs> that sex cult, he had them call him snow daddy. That's actually part of it. <laughs> snow daddy, can I have a cracker? <laughs> I feel like starting a sex cult is easier than you might think. Then why doesn't everyone do it? 
Matt? Because it's tough to finance. <laughs> so many Actually, you know, who, you know who financed this one was the daughters of the owner of Seagram's. <laughs> what? You know Seagram's? Yeah, yeah, ginger ale and stuff. Yeah, uh, the owner has two daughters that bankrolled this whole fucking thing. Oh shit! They, they fell into the scheme. Well, they didn't get any of the sex cult part. They just got the like I'm a self help person part, and then like he took their money to like build a sex cult around the other people. Damn! And if they, you grow up rich, you're dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> but uh, Snow Daddy, Snow Daddy, uh, he revealed some pretty crazy stuff, man. <laughs> I didn't realize oh, wait, Obama was, was hiding the so much. Narrative or the documentary? The narrative, the one with um the actors. Yeah, it was like a yeah, a portrayal of the events. Ooh, it was it was pretty uh pretty good, and it, I didn't realize how like much information they actually had. It's crazy, the NSA, where like they could just like go on your Facebook and like look at messages you sent to each other. What? So they could like if they. Yeah, they can see all the times I've wrote the N-word to you. It's nuts. <laughs> they can see how many times I've watched Zeitgeist in a row. <laughs> Every morning. Good morning, N-word. <laughs> Every single morning. Well, you know this is the NSA is going to come back to get you. Yeah. I won't wait until I see some sort of Snow Daddy commercial documentary. <laughs> Snow Daddy. I love that name, though. He should start calling himself Snow Daddy. <laughs> that is a great name. It also sounds like a cocaine dealer. Cocaine dealer or, I mean, well, the thing is, like, he's more famous than any cocaine dealer ever. Actually, Pablo Escobar, I'm wrong. I think more people know Pablo Escobar than Snowden. Yeah, or Scarface. <laughs> he wasn't real. He is, if you believe. What are you hearing? I don't know, man. Living in the city. You never know what you're hearing, dude. I live in the city. I know what I'm hearing at all moments. <laughs> <laughs> I always know what I'm hearing. I actually got a new app called called Citizen that like um it follows your activities and penalizes you on bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps track of all the crime around you and just gives you notices. And there's so much crime around me, it's crazy. You're not even like during the during the day that just like is like person robbed and you're like what down the street? That's crazy. I I was going to go down the street. Do you think they're just making it up to scare you? Maybe. It's like a seven. The citizen app. (laughs) (laughs) The citizen app was an inside job. My snow daddy. It is crazy that they can like look into your messages like with people you, so easily. You, like, look into your private messages. Like look anytime you wrote a certain word, or they can look for anyone that lives in Queens that's written these three words in the last six months and do their messages. Or it's crazy. Whoa, which words? <laughs> you, it's very narrow. Gay <laughs> now, please. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, I just found out my brother's gay right now. Will you please come over? <laughs> You're under arrest for being gay. Can <laughs> you please come over and celebrate? <laughs> this is what we're looking for at all. We're looking for, for bad gay. 
We're looking for bad gay guys to make examples of. <laughs> oh, I, actually, I got I to gotta wrap up soon. I got to yeah. go pick up Caitlin from work now. Oh, really? You're, you're in a sex cult? Yeah. Yeah, I have to text her. Can I come pick you up? <laughs> she says, no. <laughs> no. No snow daddy. <laughs> go kiss one of those homeless people. <laughs> Send me proof. <laughs> that was everything. Was send me proof. But take a picture of yourself naked, doing this, and then send it to me for proof. <laughs> and then, and like, okay. <laughs> they made them uh, take pictures of their vaginas up close too. That was very uh, awkward. Ew. All together in the same room, oh. one person at a time. Like, you come up. You take a picture of your vagina now. <laughs> you're just sitting there with your phone on the table and like you don't have it turned off and like all these pussies start popping up and you're like uh snow daddy what i are you don't doing? know what those are for <laughs> <laughs> oh shit must have been a bunch of pop-ups <laughs> thank god this was during the time of texting otherwise it would have been really hard take a photograph and mail it to me <laughs> right now <laughs> take a gif of your butt <laughs> Take a photo of your butthole up close with a Polaroid and then mail it to me. And then, um, yeah. If have, it, here, <laughs> have it, it overnighted by FedEx. <laughs> when it like when it comes out, when it develops and comes out, make sure it comes out into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, I will. <laughs> and then keep it in so, there until we meet again and then give it to me by shitting it into my eyes. <laughs> This is the dirtiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Actually, near the end, he went down to Mexico because he was having a group, uh, a group blowjob for himself. Where, like eight yeah, people were going to blow Mexico. him together. Yeah, he had a, a place in Mexico too. Oh. And like he went back down there to go give a class and the class was just a group blowjob. They're all going to, eight people give him a blowjob. And like that's 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 gonna be the height where you're like, dude, this is insane. I'm going to Mexico to get an eight person blowjob and I'm getting paid. <laughs> this is insane. I'm going to jail for over two hundred years because I'm a sicko and I'm a terrible person, but this is nuts for today. Let's let's enjoy this. <laughs> let's enjoy this moment right here. This is pretty crazy. When it comes to a point where we literally have to put our morals aside. If you're getting an eight person blowjob in Mexico. Just for a second, enjoy it, you know? You take a look around and go, I did this. This is pretty crazy. This is pretty nuts. This is, I mean, when, when the cops are coming, it's not as fun, but you're like, this is nuts. <laughs> well, thanks, Tyler, <laughs> for joining me. For supporting a sex cult. <laughs> we're supporting, we're, we're pro sex cults. Uh, you can have a lot Big of Big fan of Seagram's. Yeah. Seagrams. Seagrams. Get it. Support Sex Cult. I think I might watch Zeitgeist now. Dude, watch it. It's worth it. It, it tells I you the truth. It since middle school. Is that how long it's been? Jeez. All right. Well, enjoy it, my friend. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. See you, dude. All right. Bye. Bye.